Mendocino County Remembered. Oral histories collected and published under the auspices of the Mendocino Historical Society for the American Bicentennial in 1976. Read by Linda Pack. Today, from Point Arena, the recollections of Lillian Thurman Sterling, born May 6, 1893. I was in the sixth grade at the time of the earthquake, and all my books were burned. I was standing on the porch of our home when I saw the roof of the school building, which was quite new, go up in the air and in smoke, the fire leap. The chemicals on the top floor belonged to the high school, and they had just put them in a closet, never thinking that an earthquake was going to come. Well, the quake mixed all of those bottles, broke them, and they exploded. They threw the roof off, and the fire came. Not only burned the school, it burned all the children's books and records. It also burned the Methodist church, which was next door to it, and several other homes were in danger. People wet blankets and put them on the tops of roofs to save them. In our own home, we had really a time of it because my brother had been ill with pneumonia and my mother woke up about three o'clock that morning and noticed that the fire in the fireplace, which was the only heat we had in this big house, had gone out. Now, in order to keep him warm, she crawled in bed with him and was sleeping sort of on the side of the bed. Now, when the quake came, she was thrown against a marble-top table and in some way put a gash in her thigh and in her kneecap. And she grabbed my brother and put some blankets around him and hurried outside. Now, at the same time, my father, who had just started to go to the barn to milk the cows, came up the stairs and said, hurry up and get your clothes on. No, don't put them on. I'll take you. And so he helped me down the stairs and out the front door, which had been broken apart by the quake. And we had to be careful because the chimney in the fireplace had been blasted all to pieces. And we laid out on the garden and I saw my mother's leg bleeding and she tore her nightgown and made a tourniquet around her thigh in two places. And my brother was white as a sheet. I thought he was dead. In fact, I thought they would both die before long. And I stood there trembling, chattering my teeth, not knowing what had really happened. It was the first big quake, of course, that I had ever been in. And my father went indoors to get some blankets to put over us. And when he got to the pantry, what a mess. The three shelves on which we had four large milk pans, about four inches deep, on which we scraped the cream to make our butter, those pans were on the floor as well as the whole shelves of Norwegian ale that my mother always made, together with anything else. Dishes and glassware were floating around on the pantry floor, and the kitchen stove stood out in the middle of the floor in the kitchen. And outside we had a tank house, which supplied our water. And the night before, when it was windy, I had filled that tank, so we had 10,000 gallons in it, and that was flat. The water flooded down through the orchard and into the barn where the cows were. Now, another thing that happened after the quake was the fact that there were so many mountain slides that the wild animals were displaced, and we had bears coming down on our property hungry for cattle flesh. And I remember seeing one one afternoon slinking alongside a picket fence. And, of course, I ran screaming to my dad because that's the pasture where all of our cows were. And he came out with his gun, ready to shoot him. But in the meantime, the cows had spotted this bear, and they stampeded. 
It was the first and only stampede that I have ever seen in my life, and it was really something. They all got their heads together and pawed the ground and moaned. They knew that there was danger, and Dad said, Walk in amongst them, get in front, and talk to them and pet their heads while I shoot the bear, which he did. And then he took the paw down to Fred Slack's butcher shop, where he got 50 cents for it, the right paw. That's very little profit, considering what the earthquake did. You've been listening to the recollections of Lillian Thurman Sterling. To learn more about Mendocino's rich past, visit any of our county's many excellent museums, libraries, and historical societies. A full listing of Mendocino County Remembered episodes and selected audio archives can be found at lindapack.net. Mendocino County Remembered is produced by Mary Eigner and Linda Pack for KZYX and Z.